Welcome to the Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams, and thank you for joining me on the Authority of Love broadcast or podcast, however you're doing that. We're going to continue this week with our theme of marriage that we've been focusing on over the past several teaching programs, and and even in some of our interviews, with what I'm entitling the ups and downs of marriage, where I'll alternate between how to build and maintain a healthy, thriving marriage and things to avoid or ways to destroy your marriage. Now, you can listen anytime at WJMM.com. Go to the podcast tab in the upper right and click on that and then the Love and Lordship links and you'll get today's message and the previous two days' messages. You can hear all the the podcast at um, Podbean, I'm sorry, loveandlordship.podbean.com, all the podcasts there and several others. And you can see all the videos at vimeo.com forward slash loveandlordship. Also, you can contact me at loveandlordship at gmail.com. Spell it all out, love and lordship, not the ampersand like you see in the banner, but it's and, A-N-D, loveandlordship at gmail.com. So as promised, we're going to alternate, but I'm going to begin this week uh, with an upbeat message to help encourage you to do things in your marriage and for your spouse that will enrich and bless your marriage, as well as model for your children so they can be blessed as well in their life and relationships. The title of this message is 10 Ways to Fire Up Your Marriage and Your Marriage Vows. I'm sure that none of us has ever been frustrated with our spouse, and we're certainly never, we've never done anything to frustrate or exasperate them. Have you ever felt defeated in terms of maintaining the excitement or passion in your marriage? Have you ever taken a moment to Remember your marriage vows. Why not take the time to make even a bulleted copy? You'll hear a little bit about that again. Just a little bulleted copy to keep with you in your wallet or your purse. Well, why in the world do I need to do this, you might be asking. Because marriage is much more than a legal document or signed piece of paper. In God's plan and order, the covenant of marriage is designed to facilitate giving you all that he wants you to experience in a committed, loving relationship, rooted in his love. The vows, rather than a list of to-dos and not-to-dos, declare the promises, purposes, intentions, and hope that both of you bring into this God-ordained binding covenant. And it speaks to God and his people, Israel, and Christ and his bride. As we say in the authority of love, the Bible is the greatest marriage manual ever written. More than just a love letter, it is a marriage manual about the covenant of marriage in love. With this in mind, as you reread those handy vows that you've just copied, or that you will copy, that make up the covenant, it becomes much easier to experience the joy and passion that God intended as the result. Don't get me wrong, you will still have emotional ups and downs, but your focus and commitment in keeping the covenant and the joy, remember, a fruit of the Spirit and a choice that you make, will help keep the fire stoked. Yes, you do have to stoke them, all right? And that's one of the myths and lies that we hear all the time. Once in love, always in love kind of thing, or we at least act like it, right? So with all that said, here are 10 ways to ignite reignite, and keep the joy of your marriage vows. Remember, the loving relationship of marriage is to reflect God's love for us, Christ's love for his bride, the church. Number one, express your love habitually. 
state it in new and fresh ways and state it often. Shortly after hearing this, maybe you want to contact your spouse and tell him or her how thankful you are that he or she married you and that he or she is the light and highlight of your life. Think of and share other ways and thought, thoughts at least daily. I just sent a few texts to my wife to that effect before I started this. Lamentations 3, 22 and 23 is our model and our strength for this. The Lord's act of mercies, acts of mercy, do not end, for his compassions do not fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. How about creating habits that you can do every day? Number two, love your spouse with passion and commitment. Another word for passion is fierceness. Remember from God's word and our the authority of love messages that love is not based on emotions, infatuation, or attraction. These are all part of it, but they can just as easily turn to lust and sin. Choose, because of your commitment, to work at and ignite passion. Be intentional. This is truly love in action and helps you rev up your engine and your spouse's. The Lord appeared to us in the past saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. Jeremiah 31.3. Now that's passion and unfailing commitment, which also covers our next way to fire up your wedding vows and your marriage. Learn, number three, learn and practice faithfulness. The main word for God's love in the Old Testament was hesed, We've talked about that in the authority of love messages. It means faithful, loving kindness. That's about the best word. It means a lot, but that's one of the best ways to sum it up. Think about all that's wrapped up in that word and that kind of love and whether or not that comes naturally to you. I'll help you and me as well. It doesn't. <laughs> that doesn't come natural. So we need to develop through discipline and practice a faithful heart that shows up to and for our spouse through fidelity, dependability, dedication, loyalty, integrity, trust, advocacy, working together. And here it is, determination. That takes work. That doesn't come natural. I've got to work at it, but it's worth it. Number four, really practical and a beautiful quote from Max Licato to reinforce this. Keep favorite pictures of you and your spouse on your desk, your desktop, and other places, right? Max Licato is quoted as saying, if God had a refrigerator, your picture would be on it. If he had a wallet, your photo would be in it. He sends you flowers every spring and a sunrise every morning and sunset every evening. I added the last one, but he does. Face it, friend, he is crazy about you. Think what it says to your spouse and others if you have marriage and spouse photos where not only you can see them, but all those who enter your house or office, imagine what that would do to ignite or reignite the passion of your vows in marriage. What message that would send to your spouse. I have them all over my desk and office. So not only my wife and I can see them, but everyone that comes in to do a mentoring or discipleship or Bible study. What message does that send? Number five, number five, put your marriage vows in a card or letter to your wife. Now, maybe you pick one out each day or each week or each month, but do it fairly regularly. 
Isaiah 49, 16 says, Behold, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. This is a great word picture of hope and promise from God to his bride Israel that he has not nor ever will forget them. How powerful and encouraging is that? And what a great example. Taking the time to write it out in your own handwriting gives the same kind of encouragement and stirs the heart. Tell your spouse how much these vows mean to you. Then hurry home if you're not already there. You know what I mean? Okay, number six, simplify the vows and make an action item for each one. That every day, do something simple or every once in a while over the top to reiterate each point in those vows. When, you're gone, when you've gone through them all, start over. <laughs> Here's how God shows us his love over and over with the reminder of this text from Scripture, the most famous of all. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. How's that for the bridegroom doing it for the bride? Number seven, update and rewrite your vows in modern-day language if you haven't already. For instance, you could translate for richer or poorer as I'm committed to you no matter what. If we were to lose our home, I'd still be blessed because I have you and you are what makes this house a home and this marriage what it needs to be. I ran across this quote, uh, author unknown, about home and in the context of marriage. Isn't this what we all desire? A house is made of walls and beams. A home is built with love and dreams. There's nothing half so pleasant as coming home again. Home is where love resides. Memories are created. Friends and family belong and laughter never ends. Home is where you feel at home and are treated well. I pray that's true for you. And if it's not, start to make it that way. This is why it is worth it to keep the fires of the marriage vows burning. Number eight, no one applied the definition of love. This is the essence of the covenant of marriage that reflects the unconditional, selfless, self-giving, and sacrificial love of God. We prefer him above all else, and that guides everything else. From God's word and the authority of love message, love is commitment, an act of the will, a deliberate choice for the sake of the other, the good of the other. It is not based on feelings, circumstances, or the responses of others. There are feelings, circumstances, and responses that are good and bad. We're going to have to deal with that. But none of these affect real love. I choose to practice the commitment act and choose love with my spouse every day, come what may. You can do the same. Number nine, celebrate days, months, and years you've been married. This keeps your wedding day in front of your mind and also gives you opportunities to celebrate your vows and covenants in various and different ways. The covenant, I should say, in various and different ways. God's word even tells us to do this in so many words. Enjoy life with your wife whom you love. Ecclesiastes 9, 9a. Now that's something to think about. You made a vow that God takes very seriously from his ordaining of marriage right from the beginning, even before sin entered the world. How much focus, effort, and priority do you place on making your marriage all that God intended it to be to reflect on him 
and his love for us and Christ for his bride. Get to work today as you have plenty of ideas. And I'll close with the last one as an ongoing action item for you. Number 10, come up with your own list. Keep it going as you share it with your spouse. Ongoing, you will find, as in everything, the more you're willing to put into it, the more you'll get out of it. This is as true in marriage as anything. Work at it and reap the joy of igniting or reigniting your marriage vows in your marriage. Tomorrow we'll be talking about five things to ensure a short marriage. I told you it'd be a roller coaster, ups and downs, right? None of us want that. So join us tomorrow to find out what to avoid. Invite family and friends and even enemies to join us as well. All need to hear the message from God's Word and those principles. Now, remember, you can get our book, The Authority of Love, second edition, if you search for S-E-C-O-N-D on Amazon. Don't put two in D, all right? Uh, check out our, uh, our Love and Lordship uh, website, loveandlordship.com. If you'd like to donate, you can go to the upper right corner on that website to the Give tab. Click on that, and it'll guide you through it. It's pretty quick and simple. One-time or ongoing monthly uh, support would be very helpful, and, and we'd be grateful for that. Uh, you can do it on Cash App. Go to Cash App forward slash Cash dot App forward slash dollar sign Love and Lordship all together in both L's capital, Love and Lordship. If you'd like to mail a donation, you can do that to Love and Lordship to 324 Timothy Drive, Nicholasville, Kentucky, 40356. All donations are tax deductible, and thank you so much for your support. Please be praying for us either way. Continue to pray. If God's shown you this is a kingdom ministry, please support as he leads you, and if not, keep praying until he shows you where to do that. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day, and God bless in Christ. Stay tuned for Bill Reeser Encounter. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.